Greetings, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. This is your host, Bullyproof expert, Ziggler certified life coach, and master martial artist, Rich Grogan. I want to tell you, bullying is real, and it negatively affects millions of people every single day. And oftentimes, the meanest, nastiest bully we'll ever face is the bully within, the bully named Fear. And that bully causes an endless amount of anxiety and depression. Now, I know this from personal experience, and that's why I've spent the last 30-plus years of my life empowering kids, parents, teens, and adults with hope and the confidence to believe in themselves to stand up to any bully they're facing, both real and in their mind. I'm so excited and so grateful you're joining me. Now, let's become bullyproof and live our best kick in life. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with some inspiration, motivation, some right hooks of reality, and hopefully some wisdom to help empower you to be your very best, to become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. So as Zig Ziglar says, so I can see you not only at the top, but baby, I can see you over the top. And as always, Thank you so, so, so very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with me today. I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got. And if you're listening for the first time, thank you. Welcome to the show. The show, I encourage you to share it with your kids, with your spouse, with friends and family members, simply because I'm going to do everything I can from the knowledge and wisdom I've gained and learned over the past, well, my whole life, but especially the past 10 years of learning how to read. And uh, not that I didn't know I could read before, but I often say that I didn't know I could simply because I didn't do it. But uh, surrounding myself with uh, just incredible people that have are on the same kind of mission to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by empowering others. Now, if you missed the previous episode, episode number 270, and uh, I'm sorry, 269, this is episode 270. <laughs> this is the Wednesday Wisdom Show. But episode 269, the weekly spotlight show, had really, really a great friend, great mentor, great leader, Professor Brandon Beliso. And we covered so many topics. Goodness gracious. It was a, it was a longer podcast, but man, oh man, just from start to finish, filled with wisdom and knowledge and tips on, uh, we talked a lot about faith which we're going to talk a little bit about today, and that faith, and if you're a Christian, and you know that I am, uh, and I do my best to be the best Christian I can be, along with being the best husband and spouse, and uh, I guess husband and spouse uh, together, but uh, and father that, that I can be. But uh, uh, the other part of faith was that faith in believing in yourself and utilizing your God-given talents to be who you were born to be. So today's show, the Wednesday Wisdom Show, episode number 270, I'm going to really, really dive back into what Professor and I talked about and just kind of carry it on a little bit more, but it's that faith and believe in yourself, and most importantly, and this is something I definitely want you to share with your kids, is um, is, is that uh, believe in your abilities, your God-given talents, far more than the opinions of others, especially those that don't know us or don't know you or don't know your kids, because oftentimes we value the opinion of um of what others think about us more than what we know about ourselves. Now, if you think about that, how crazy that is, why in the world would we listen to someone who doesn't know us over what we know about ourselves? When I've done that, and the, the best answer I can come up with is this, it's our inability to believe in ourselves. We don't believe enough in ourselves and what our visions, what our dreams, what our goals are. We don't have that faith in our abilities 
So we think we can find it, in, uh, you know, by listening to someone else who really truly doesn't know us. Now, as adults, it drives us nuts when our kids do that, and we'll get on them even. It's like, why in the world would you listen to that person? Come on. They don't know anything about you. They don't know how awesome you are. You just met them. But yet, as adults, we often, and me, plenty guilty, do the same thing. We value the opinions of others that don't know us and probably don't have our best interest in mind far more than we do the faith and belief in our own abilities and what we do know to be true about ourselves. You know, no one knows you the way you know you. And no one will ever know you the way you know you. And somebody might say, well, that's the reason. I know me. <laughs> I know. That's why I can't trust myself. Well, and if, that, that, that could be very well uh, the, the case. And I've had that before. I didn't trust myself. Well, the missing piece for me was that spiritual side. You know, I talk about the martial arts triangle quite a bit. The martial arts triangle is three equal sides, the mental, the spiritual, and the physical side. And uh, for the longest time, it seemed like I only had this, the physical side. And I used that physical side because that was my way of, you know, I, I guess in my mind, I could outwork everybody. I knew that. I knew that was an ability that I had. I was always going to outwork everybody. And that was, you know, growing up on a farm. And growing up on a farm was tough. Baling hay, shoveling poo. I mean, even eight years old out there milking a milk cow. Because, I mean, we were, we were dirt poor. And that milk, that's, uh, that, we, we, we didn't go. We couldn't go to the store. Well, I guess we could, but that was the reason we bought the milk cow, to save money on milk. Now, we would milk it, and Mom would pasteurize it, or at least her version of pasteurization back then was you take the milk from the, uh, the, the bucket, <laughs> you pour it through a, a, like a screen. A lot of times we put a paper towel in there to catch some of the other stuff because, well, if you've never milked a cow before, the cow, you you put a halter on the cow, you take the halter and kind of almost like a lead rope, you uh, clamp it to, I don't know, whatever we, what we had in the barn. It was an outdoor area, and um, we took her lead rope and hooked it to this, this hook we had and her feed trough. So she had her feed trough, she had enough room to move, and the feed trough would fill it up, and she would eat while we would go back and then do the milking. Well, if it was hot out and the flies were this and that, she'd be swatting her tail around. I don't know how many times I'd get a bucket almost full and the cow would kick the bucket over. I had to start from scratch. But oftentimes that was all the milk she could give. So we wouldn't get milk for the day. Or the cow would decide it's got to go pee or poop in the middle of the milking process. And you'd quickly get the darn milk pail out of the way. <laughs> we had the one milk cow and we had to do it the old fashioned way with, uh, and I, I used to give examples of how to milk a cow, but, uh, here, I'll kind of give you one on the air here. If you were to take your, my, uh, you, you'd use both hands, but just say you're going to learn how to do it. You take your right hand and in the webbing between your thumb and your forefinger, and just kind of utilizing the, the udder there, uh, udder there, put your finger or your, your grip there on the index finger, on the opposite hand at the top by the first knuckle, and then kind of work your way down. So you would wrench with the index finger and the thumb, and then go to the middle finger, the ring finger, and the pinky finger, and just kind of work your way down. <laughs> so there you go. Try and visualize that on the air, how to milk a cow by hand. <laughs> so I didn't plan on talking about that, but it just kind of came there. So those that listen to the show often, you know, goodness gracious, Master Grogan's gone off on another tangent here. <laughs> but anyway, back to the point of, uh, of uh, I'm not even sure what point I was making there now that I've derailed myself of milking a cow. Oh, the, the physical side. Growing up on a farm. There we go. But the physical leg of that triangle was always, you know, that's kind of something my dad ingrained in me. You know, don't, boy, don't ever let anybody outwork you. That's what you can control is your attitude and effort and don't do it. 
And that was a great lesson. It really, really was. But the, the forgotten part was the, the mental and the spiritual part. So essentially I only had one leg of that martial arts triangle or what I really like to, uh, I, I think it's really connect, uh, way to connect with people. I talk about it being the three-legged table. And of course you got one leg. If you only got one leg of that table, yeah, you could balance it on there. But if you put anything on any side of that tabletop, what's going to happen? It's going to flop over, right? And you could even balance it on two legs. As long as whatever you put on that table, the tabletop, you balance it out. But as we know, just like the three, uh, the martial arts triangle, the three equal sides, if we've got three equal legs, man, right in the middle, and they branch out, and collectively they're tied together, that's a pretty solid balanced table. And I call the, the top of the table your emotional health. And your emotional health is whatever you build on that table and now and how your emotional health is going to sway or waver back and forth is by how much balance you have in those three legs. Were you able to get a visual on that? A lot of visuals today, right? Talking about milking a cow, teaching you how to do that. <laughs> Martial arts triangle, a three-legged table, your emotional health. Man, but it all circles back around. Whoop, actually just hit the microphone. Have you heard that? Knock, knock. There you can hear it. And you know, those that listen all the time, I don't ever edit the show. I just tell the producers, just run with it. That's me being genuine and transparent. I goof up from time to time, but that's just me being me. I used to back in the day, it's like, oh man, I just hit the microphone. We got we to gotta edit that out. We got to spend time doing this and that. Uh, it's not that you're not worth it, but I'm trying to be as genuine as I possibly can. All right. Anyway, circle back around. Squirrel. Anybody else have that problem? You know I do. But the faith in yourself and your own abilities the um this uh this past week i was actually at at, at our uh, our church group i meet with a men's church group on uh, tuesday mornings and we were talking about uh, the the philippians was the chapter or the, the book in the bible we were talking about and it happened to be this week philippians 4:13 and 4:13 is actually the cross that i wear around my neck and i wear it on the outside of my shirt there to kind of strike up some conversations people see the cross and it's also a great reminder to me to make sure that i'm doing my very best to stay on that direct path, that faith-filled path, not the fear path. Um, and, you know, what is fear? Fear is with media, social media. I call that the devil's workshop. But they try and cram down our throat and make society look like, uh, I mean, we've got problems in our society. We've got problems in the world. But a lot of it, I think, is based on not having that faith but having that fear. And I think they're, they're opposites. They're the, the dualities of the universe. You know, you've got a faith-filled life. You believe in your abilities. You believe in God. You believe in, and you may not even believe in God, and that's okay. Just believe in the something bigger than you in the universe. That's my whole interpretation to the people that aren't Christians. And because I get people to listen to the show from all facets of life, from all different directions, all different faiths, and I'm blessed beyond words that you take time to listen. And that's why I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, but I am trying to empower you to believe in you, believe in your talents, believe in your God-given abilities. Believe that you're unique and have that faith in whatever you believe to stand up for what you believe in, but most importantly, stand up for yourself and don't allow the opinions and thoughts and limited beliefs of others to dictate your life and most importantly, your kid's life. Because it happens. You know, kids, they, they learn by what they see and what they hear from us. They do. Oftentimes they pick up on the things we wish they wouldn't. As unfortunate as that is, right? He's like, no, no. I, yeah, I guess you'll learn that from me. But man, why don't you learn some of the finer qualities? <laughs> You're going to laugh about that. But I mean, that, 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 that's how it is. But they, they pick up on those things. 
So we got to show that belief and faith in ourselves. But a big thing we talked about was Philippians 4.13, which is, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And oftentimes, just like a lot of Bible verses and passages, those they're manipulated to fit your need right now. What I mean by that is, oh, I can do all things through Christ. I'm having a rough time, God. Please help me out through this situation. Please. You know, kind of the old saying, if you help me get out of this one, I'll never do that again. Just please help me this time. I mean, I know I've said that before. I've thought it many, many times, and I know a lot of a lot of you out there listen and have as well. But what usually happens when we get through the problem, instead of keeping up that connection, that relationship, that faith, in the past, I've often put God back on the shelf. It's almost like he's in a glass jar with a sign on, break glass in time of need. Well, God, I don't need you right now, so thanks for your help. I appreciate it, but uh, I'll get back with you when, when I need you again. We've got to keep that communication chain open. We've got to keep it open. So the passage we talked about was, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. doesn't mean we just do it when we want something and we need something. We continue to hear that message that I can do and utilize my God-given talents to do anything that's within my ability to serve not only my needs, but the needs and wants of others. And that's that, uh, you know, Zig Ziglar talks all the, or did talk all the time, and those new to the show you know, not only am I a huge Ziggler fan, but I'm a Ziggler Legacy certified speaker, presenter, trainer, coach, and uh, Legacy certified uh, um, family member. And that, that just means the world to me. It really does. Why? Because the core values of what that family, what Zig stood for and what his, his, his family stands for, and that legacy that they've left continues to stand for. And two weeks ago, I was in Texas and got to spend two whole weeks with the whole Ziggler family. It was fantastic. Just sharing that knowledge, that input, that faith. It's it, 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 well, yeah, get all, get all goosey bumpy thinking about it. That was what that pause was for there. But it goes back to you are who you surround yourself with. You surround yourself with people that are driving and pushing you to be your best. Man, I call them engines in your life. They're going to help you be better. If you surround yourself with the anchors, the, the gloom and doomers, the fear monglers, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, the, uh, oh, poor pity me, the victim mindset, those are anchors. They're going to drag you down. Something I talked about today, I gave a little presentation in middle school and talked about leadership and you, you are who you surround yourself with. And, uh, one of the things I, I mentioned just about every time I talk to a group of teenagers is you show me your four or five friends and I'll, I'll show you where you're going. I'll show you your future. And it, it's, it's real. I mean, the little thing I even said this to the group is like uh, teenage boys, man, oh, man, they, they, with the hormones and the testosterone and the chemical imbalance in their brain and their bodies are changing. Man, they're just idiots. They are. We've got a teenage boy in the car. You know what I'm talking about, a teenage boy. And I was a complete idiot. Just do the dumbest, goofiest things. And we don't even know why. It's like, why did you do it? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a tough, tough time. So keep that communication chain open with them. My point is, by themselves, they do a lot of dumb stuff. You get a group of teenage boys together, oh my gosh, you got a first-class ticket to Idiotville. <laughs> you really do, because not one rational thought's going to circulate between any of them. So what I tried to share with them is, look, you're going through these changes, but I want you to have something planted that your parents had said to you before, knowing that maybe this isn't the smartest thing to do. Have one voice of reason in the group. And the same thing, I've never been a, 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 a teenage girl before. I've never been a girl at all, matter of fact. But I've got a teenage daughter. And uh, I, I've seen, I had a teenage sister at one point in time growing up. She's not a teenager anymore. But 
you know, girls make dumb decisions too. Not few, far fewer than, than us knucklehead boys and men, but the whole point was, girls, you got to help one another too. That's the thing about showing faith and connection in one another, believing in one another, but most importantly, it gets right back to the whole point of this podcast and this message right now is that faith and belief in yourself. Yeah. Because oftentimes we are our own worst bully, and we're our own worst bully because we value the opinions and thoughts of others more than we do ourselves. We try and do things that we know we shouldn't do just to impress others for the moment. And I've been plenty guilty of that. Oh, my gosh. Plenty guilty. But back to kind of what I was talking about with Zig, his, his famous quote, he's got many of them, but uh, one he's probably most noted for is, you can have everything in life you want if you just simply help enough other people get what they want. And that kind of, to me, is what uh, Philippians 4.13 is all about. I can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens me, strengthens me to be my best at being a, the best Christian, the best father, the best husband, the best mentor, the best speaker, the best author, the overall best person I can be to empower others. To, and my, my thing on empowerment is giving people hope, giving them the self-confidence, that self-esteem, that self-worth, to believe in themselves to be their very, very best. And when you do that, it's what I consider bully-proof. And bullyproof is you've got on that bullyproof armor to block out all the negative arrows of the world, all the negative arrows of society, all the negative arrows that, that maybe somebody's tried to, in our two most vulnerable areas, our heart and our mind. They're vulnerable because they're, they're the areas that are attacked the most by other people's opinions and thoughts of us. So put on that bullyproof armor to protect those vulnerable areas. And you do that. That's when you move to the next phase, which is kind of what I call the pinnacle, the ultimate, which is living your best kick in life which is not just a good life or even a great life, man, you're getting back up each and every time life knocks you down and living life to your fullest. That's a kick in life. You're kicking butt, cashing checks, taking names. And that is my version of Zig Ziglar's see you at the top. No, not at the top, baby, over the top. And I've Zig, one of his famous books and part of the coaching program that I'm a part of is See You at the Top. And then he came out a few years later and wrote another book called uh, Over the Top. And Over the Top just means not only at the top, but baby, you're going over the top, which means you're sharing what you've learned to bring as many people to the top of that mountain as you possibly can. That's faith. That's belief in yourself. That's belief in your abilities. But that's also realizing you can't do it alone. And, uh, and, and even though I say, you know, you got to watch out for the thoughts and opinions of others, allow those that are really uh, there to help you, yeah, trust in their thoughts. Now, of course, if they lead you astray, then you learn from it. But people that don't know you, don't have your best interest in mind, it's the exact same thing I was telling this group of middle schoolers today. They don't have your best interest in mind. And, you know, uh, um, and, 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 and sharing this, if you've got your kids listening, if kids, if you wouldn't want, to share this with mom and dad, or you wouldn't want mom and dad to meet your friends, you know in your heart, that's probably a person you shouldn't be hanging around with. So if that's the case, I wouldn't value their opinion or think about them much. And I know some people might say, well, those are the fun ones though. Yeah, I mean, I, I love having fun. And I've gotten my share of trouble too, having fun. But oftentimes, man, oh man, that regret that comes from that, doing something you know you shouldn't be doing, and if you wouldn't want to share this friend or the message with, uh, with your parents, that's probably not the person you want to be hanging around with. And adults listening, the same time. You know there's, there's, there's friends in your life, and I know I want to help as many people as I possibly can, but I also got to realize that there's only so much time on this planet. And if I waste my time on someone who's not, now not only, <laughs> I don't say they're not worth it, because that everybody's worth something, 
but your time is the most valuable commodity. And if it's not a good exchange, you're not getting a, a, some return on it, it's not making you feel good, then that's a wasted investment. And what I mean by making you feel good, if you don't feel empowered by that connection that you're really making progress or helping them in some way, shape, or form, no, and I'm not saying just leave them, but also value your life and your time and your family and, and uh, um, who you want to spend time with. Value that. Value that faith. Does that make sense? That's a lot of stuff, boy. Bing, bang, boom. I'm all over the place, but uh, there you go. So kind of to, to, to wrap it, uh, I'll say all up here, but most of you know this that listen to the show all the time. My family's making a big move in our lives. We lived in Illinois our entire life. Uh, I just turned 51, and um, our martial arts academy is, is more successful than I could have ever imagined. But we're, I'm going to step away from the martial arts academy. We're still going to own it, but I'm going to have one of our uh, head instructors, Nathan's going to run it. He's going to be the uh, on-site manager, and he's going to be the head instructor. He's going to be in charge of uh, uh, the TNT, our teachers in training, or TNT is dynamite program and kind of building our bench. But we're moving to Florida. The Grogan family is moving to Palmetto, Florida. It's just outside the Bradenton area. It's uh, roughly uh, 45 minutes south of Tampa, 30, 35 minutes north of Sarasota. And we're about 20, 25 minutes from the beach. So hopefully far enough inland, we don't have to worry about hurricanes, but also within a half an hour of the beach, which to me is the most, um, I don't know, uh, synergized place on the planet is being on the beach. It just reinvigorates me with belief with faith with hope with confidence kind of recharges my battery it's so therapeutic mentally physically spiritually and that's what we're doing here and i, I uh, mentioned that in middle school today and the, the mr shooty give him a shout out he um he said oh i heard uh, you're moving to florida like a snowbird are you retiring and i don't know that i'll ever officially retire because i love what i'm doing uh, I'll be 100% honest, and this is being transparent. I was getting a little burnt out on the business side of things. I'm not very good at the business side, nor do I like the business side. But without the business side, none of the other sides really exist because you got to have the business in place. And, and I say that because I've been bankrupt twice and had a house foreclosed on and cars repossessed. And it uh, uh, not very good on the business side. It took a tremendous toll on uh, my, my health, my psyche, and, and everything else. Those, those aren't good things. And uh, we rebounded from that, and I rebounded mostly because my wife took her all administrative duties, and Desi's just, she's wonderful at, at doing that. So I've kind of was humbled myself to allow her to do that, and that's what's really helped build the business, and especially through the pandemic, and has allowed this move to, to happen. She, she's the, uh, the, the wisdom in that, in that area, uh, far smarter than I could ever be. And my, my whole God-given talent is being creative, creative thought. I've got uh, books now coming out. I don't even have my first book out yet, but I've got two other books started, and we haven't decided if we're going to release them all at once or what we're going to do there. But the first book, the big book, if you will, is called Bullyproof. It's me as a 12-year-old meeting me as Master Grogan 40-something years later, and we go on a journey together. Off of that, we're constructing a uh, like a, a guidebook, and the first guidebook is going to be for ages 9 to 13, 14, is uh, the same ages for the Bullyproof book, and then also kind of a workbook to go along with that. And we're going to build other guidebooks. And, uh, you know, I'll tease you with the other book that uh, we're working on as well is an ABC's uh, positive affirmation book for kids 3, 4, and 5 years old. It's kind of learning the ABC's but learning a positive affirmation to help it plant those seeds early to help build that Bullyproof armor. So when some little... Uh, um, meanie 
calls your son or daughter <laughs> uh, ugly or stupid or dumb, well, hopefully they've, they've planned the right seeds with the right positive affirmations from the ABC's book, which is going to be part of the Bullyproof series, that uh, they've been able to strengthen that Bullyproof armor. So just a lot of things going on, but I want to focus 100% of my time on that area, which is pretty much everything I've been teaching now for 35 years. And our business is, uh, I guess, since I was 19 years old, I was talking about owning a martial arts academy. But I want to move forward and spend my the, the majority of my time on that. And I want to spend a lot more time with my own family and go to the beach and enjoy life. Uh, um, it's uh, I, th- I think it's time, but that's what I want to do to kind of expand our brand, the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life brand, to hit a bigger audience. And that's what I want to spend the majority of my time on. So I just wanted to share that with you folks. And that kind of ties into the whole message of faith and belief in yourself and your abilities. Because most people are like, man, Rich, are you out of your mind? You finally, you got your business finally where it's, it's turnkey, you know, meaning it just, it pretty much, it, it well, I don't say it runs on autopilot. We still got to put a lot of time behind the scenes. We're still going to own it. And I'm going to come back every couple months in the area and uh, check in on things. And Desi's going to be in constant communication with Nathan and the rest of the team. And I'll still have our Monday meetings with him. But it's uh, Jim Rome calls it the golden handcuffs. I can kind of come and go as I please. So people are like, man, that's, that's, that's where you finally want your business. Well, where I finally want my business is actually to the point where I can sell it. And uh, Nathan or whoever, uh, I hope it's Nathan, is able to buy it and uh, continue running it and continue spread, carrying on our legacy where I'll continue to focus 100% of my time on doing what I can for the, uh, the Bullyproof brand and continue empowering others across the globe. That's what I want to do. So I just wanted to share that with you, kind of heartfelt, but that's the Wednesday wisdom, and uh, it's all about that faith and belief in yourself. And uh, my wife believes, uh, she, she's been very instrumental in pushing this, and then she goes, uh, you know, all about faith. She believes in what we're doing, and that's fantastic. There we go. How about that? Is that good? that help? A couple stories mixed in there and kind of letting you know about the plans and what we've got going on. Well, as always, if you're in the Edwardsville, uh, Glen Carbon area, come by and see us at the Martial Arts Academy. Things continue moving forward there. Our main focus on character development, life skills, leadership, bullyproof, and, uh, of course, the physical development is in there as well. But the biggest thing is empowering kids, parents, teens, and adults to believe in themselves to become their very best to be or to be their very best to become bullyproof and that's uh you know a huge part of everything we talk about follow online grogan's uh, martial arts for our martial arts academy grogan's bullyproof and we got the instagram and uh, facebook pages and of course you can go to our websites as well i'll keep you posted on the book check that baby out and of course uh, i often encourage you share this podcast with others Listen to it more than once. You're always going to pick up on something you missed the first couple times. And if you like what you heard, give us that five-star review. Because my whole goal with the Bullyproof, like I said, it's a little different. It's not bully prevention and uh, because I don't believe we're ever going to prevent bullying from happening. It's been, going, it's been happening since Cade and Abel, first two brothers walked the face of the earth. I wasn't around then, and it's going to continue on with social media. But what I can do is empower others to believe in themselves to become bullyproof, which means you believe enough in yourself not to listen or to value the opinions of others who do not know you. Strong message. And, of course, when you're at your best, you can become your best, serve at your best, and utilize your God-given talents to empower others to be their very best in whatever it is you do. All right, folks, I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life. And as Zig says, I'm only see you at the top, baby. I'm going to see you over the top. 
God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And I kindly ask that please remember that five-star review, if we've earned it, to let others know that you're a part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you do have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, both real and in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, you'll become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life. <laughs>